It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it is time for another NFL in London uh, podcast. But this one is so good because Ryan and I, it's week one, buddy. It's week one. Week one, one baby. We Woo. have football to talk about. Oh my gosh, we have football to talk about. We, we, have, we have picks to talk about. We have everything. The week one of the, the end of the Chiefs dynasty we can talk about. Isn't oh. that? It's already it? over. It's so, already uh, over. We'll talk about the TNF because uh, obviously uh, Detroit uh, hands the Kansas City Chiefs their first loss of the season. Patrick Mahomes obviously uh, is the worst quarterback so far in the NFL. Um, I would more but, say that Kansas City handed Detroit a victory, eh? or yeah. like Detroit handed. It just felt to me this whole game. That whole game was weird. Yeah. Um, I felt like, like as much as everyone's like Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. I didn't even think Detroit played that well. To be perfectly no. honest with you, I thought their offense was bad. Mm-hmm. They they had about nine, almost like eight straight drives. They did nothing. I I thought that Dan Campbell almost tried to lose the game multiple times like this is the always going to be the thing i worry about dan campbell it's the stupid decision making mm-hmm. like like going for a fake punt on your own 20 but then not going for it on fourth and three on their 40 when yeah. you're playing patrick mahomes like and it's just that sort of like that that sort of defensive coach like our d's playing well and their d was playing well that is the one thing i'll say they're aiden hutchinson they got pressure Mm-hmm. on Patrick Mahomes and that's what you kind of have to do. Yeah. But I watched this and I don't and I don't think any different of the Chiefs. I still think they're going to win the division. I thought Mahomes was out having to work like 2006 Brady with no receivers mm-hmm. like at all. And I actually thought their D played pretty well. well like I if you said who did they miss who they're going to pay more, Kelsey or Chris Jones, I'd say I'd say Kelsey cuz Chris Jones didn't look like he was even missed that much yeah. personally i didn't think even though he is amazing and is missed uh i don't know as much as it's a great win for detroit but man they should have lost multiple times <laughs> but they did it it was like one of those games like there was like three times where i was like oh just hand the chiefs the win like two and mm-hmm. a half minutes left and they just give the hopes the ball down one and i'm like eh, it was just a weird and then you had andy reed Going for it on fourth and fourth. twenty-five. It's like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, with, with two minutes and nine seconds left on your and own. All what? You, and, and all your twenty-five. Yeah, and all, all your timeouts, time and you and you you go for it, and it's like you you still had the two-minute warning. You still had you your four timeouts. timeouts. You four yeah. timeouts. You could have gotten the ball back with a minute, minute yeah. twenty, minute thirty. Yeah, with, the coaching. You know, uh, the coaching. It was weird. Yeah, it's also the turnovers. I mean, there were so many turnovers in the game as well. Um, wow, I mean, we can talk the drops, about. I mean, the drops. I mean, the, the drops is what I'm talking about. The the, the Tony who's now deleted his uh, Twitter account yeah. uh, had the I lowest PFF no... rating in like yeah. ten years, twenty nine point yeah. seven. I, I can't believe nobody said Ladarius Tony more like Ladarius Phony. Am oh, I right? hey, hello, oh, wow, hello. Dad, Dad's been up early this morning. Dad, dad joke. I can't believe no one said that. That was it's just sitting there, just yeah. sitting there. Just it was. Oh, just, yeah, he was the fruit. Um, he was bad, and I think a lot of Giants fans are like, "See, we told you." Like yeah. again, he was talking a lot of shit about Giants fans in the off season. Um, and again, the one thing about him is just the guy is not dependable. He's he's not yeah. that big. He's like a gadget guy. And the fact that like I don't know what this does to you. Like, he has to either have like the biggest bounce back game ever, or this is something that like ends your career. Because yeah. again, you have the social media aspect of like 
having to delete no shit he deleted twitter i'm not surprised the mm-hmm. guy was getting murdered out there i don't know why any nfl player would even have twitter it makes no sense to me why they yeah. would even unless you know you're amazing fine unless you're like chandler jones and you want to go after the coach uh you want to use it smartly <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean it was you know, obviously you notice a difference of not having Kelsey out there, you know, of not oh having those God. having that. But also, I mean, McKinnon, Sky Moore, and the new rookie Rashid Rice all drop balls. I mean, yeah. So it just Sky Moore like, was equally as bad. I thought yeah, Sky Moore yeah. was like, invisible, and even Rice, you know, he was their lead, he was their leading guy. But what is he like thirty yards? Uh, you know, it, it it still it was not that good from them and. And even watching it too, it was like it was great to have football back. It was nice to have a game again. I know there was people had the issues watching it the next day on the Dizener, but what? I got, yeah, I got yeah, it. Was it was fine. Great. But I would say watching both of these teams that I would not put any of them. You know, it's first game. You'd never think, okay, these guys are going to the Super Bowl. Not not either one of them. No. They both no. they both sort of look. Eh, it was okay, but you seem like two mediocre te- teams slugging it out. But what I thought too was a couple things was that it looked to me like like Detroit doesn't really have any weapons. Like mm-hmm. they have Gibbs, which looked he looked good in his few touches he had. But it's like other than St. Brown, their receivers are terrible. Like and Marvin Goff's Jones not that is great. Old. Yeah. Marvin Jones is old. Can't mm-hmm. do they're gonna have Jamison Williams back six games later, but he's just more like a speed guy. It just felt like Again, like like when you watched um, when people complained about like the Bills last year, it's like you only have Stephon Diggs, and then they were yeah. like bringing in Cole Beasley and John Brown, anyone to help because that's the way I felt about Detroit. It just felt they had St. Amon Ross, St. Brown, and that's it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not worried about Marvin Jones. I thought uh, Laporta, the tight end, was decent, but mm-hmm. again, he's a rookie tight end. You can uh, fourth round tight end. Let's be realistic. To me, they just have all the all the. It was a great win, and I thought it was it was. But I am not sold on this Detroit high powered offense because I did not see a high powered offense at all. And you're going against a team without Chris Jones, and you can bear. You got 21 points, and seven of it came on a gift. Mm-hmm. So they scored 14 points, and another one was like a the field was short. It just I don't know. As much as everyone's like Detroit, I feel like it was. They were lucky to come out of there with a win. Yeah, I mean, especially it's, and you talk about that and 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 you know the ability to light it up. You know, when you go against Patrick Mahomes, you have to be, have the ability to punch back and forth. You know, if he wallops you, you got to be able to go down the score. And I don't know if Jared Goff gives you that. Hey, it was rather the team. We're going to get seven. You know, you, you don't yeah. feel that. You don't feel that this is uh, something. And you just didn't see it with Kansas City either. The times that they really yeah. needed the yards, they couldn't get it. And it used to be that Mahomes well, could usually, you know, you just get eight or nine here and put it together. And and this looked like a real struggle. I don't know if it was part of the offensive line. Uh, it, it was Detroit's defense was just so good. Um, but they just yeah. looked a bit mediocre. I constantly thought of the quote in Rocky Four. Uh, when I was watching it, and when it's the it's Ray's this guy's like he's not a machine, yeah, he's not a machine. He bleeds just like the rest, like because it was felt like that was Pat Mahomes. Is, he's not a machine. You can't take all the weapons from him and expect him to just keep doing it. Like it just yeah. does not happen. You need it. Just showed how important Kelsey is to that team. And now again, and then you're seeing like with Bosa getting that huge deal. Is that going to put Chris Jones's cost even more up yeah but, and then him watching it being like again i don't think that made him his argument better for no. him because it's not like 
they were getting they were getting press some pressure and i thought yeah. even his replacement played pretty well so again i take nothing of week one week one is uh get your feet wet you can lose it's not the end of the world the chiefs run is not over how many times do we do this to the patriots yeah. when yeah. they get spanked when they get spanked in week one uh when they lost by like 40 to the chiefs and then they yeah. win the super bowl so it means nothing it was a fun once I figured out zone and how to get the freaking game on, which is the most in, unintuitive setup I've ever seen to a thing. Yeah. But once I figured it out with your help, it was it was much better. But you can't fast forward during commercials. Uh, it's so annoying. Um, you can. So annoying. I could on the you Apple could for TV. Half the game. You could for I, half the game. And then after half the game, it stopped letting you. It was yeah, weird. I could with my Apple TV. I could skirt, skirt ahead. My problem was that it would just stop and it would buffer. And then you have to restart it again, which is a bit frustrating because you hope it's like, I hope that doesn't do it in a live broadcast because that would really suck. Wow, Sunday is going to be interesting. The litmus test will be Sunday when people are losing their mind because apparently a lot of people had problems streaming it live uh, that night too on the app. So you got, uh, you know, you got like 16 games to do or 15 games to do. Well, so we remember we remember when uh, Game Pass first launched a couple years ago. Yeah, terrible. when we were launching it, and there was every game was out, and just for hours. Yeah. And then they yeah. decided to shut down their Twitter, and then they decided to also pay their employees. Like, employees, like fake... yeah, they pulled the Kadarius Tony. They, and they just went off Twitter. Zoinks! Um, so let's get in. Let's uh, let's get into the meat and the bone here. We've got so, a lot of it. great games in Week One, the 2023 NFL season has officially begun. Let's start in the uh, dirty NFC South. Battle of Carolina and Atlanta. Everyone's yeah. talking Atlanta. Everyone's start with the gold. Atlanta. Start with the gold. Oh, this is the one everyone wants to watch because it's not on Sky. All right. So uh, Atlanta is favored by three and a half at home in the cheapest stadium you can. 39 and a half, uh, 39 and a half is the over under. Um, you know, again, this is Atl- everyone say this is Atlanta's year and everyone's writing mm-hmm. off Carolina. How do you how do you see this game going? Um, well, I don't know. I do think Atlanta wins. I do think Carolina covers. I just think it's going to be a close game. I just think that there's a few things. I think the fact that Bryce Young has literally no receivers. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like he's going to, this could actually be a potentially sneaky, good Miles Sanders game in fantasy mm-hmm. where he gets a lot of dump offs. He gets a lot of, cause that's what Miles Sanders was best at. Um, Atlanta to me, it's just, I just want to see Ritter play. I want to see him play. I want to see him. I want to see Bijan Robinson. I want to see how good they move the ball. I want to see if the defense is greatly improved. And I think it's a perfect setup. But I feel like these division games week one, like you sometimes remember a couple of years ago, I think you had that Jacksonville had that big upset and then they lost 15 straight games. Yeah. So like week one always has that um, kind of fluky divisional oh, yeah. upset or close game. So I'm going to go with the Falcons to win 23-20. I like... I want to see Ritter. I want to see Drake London. I want to see Bijan. I want to see Kyle Pitts get involved more in the offense. So a nice Kyle Pitts touchdown. I'll feel I might be back on that Falcons wagon. But until I see Ritter, I have I'm just I'm just standing at the bus stop waiting for the next one. Yeah, I'll, see some, like, I'll see yeah. it. I'll so see it. Don't get back on that. Don't get back on that. I think Falcons it's going to be a fun, fun little. Fun game yeah, to watch, yeah. to be honest. You're an addict, this... man. We can't get you back yeah. on that Falcons wagon again. You no, no, and... but I'm not going to bet money on it this week. Okay, I'm good. Stay... That to me, this game is a complete stay away. Even though if it was two and a half, I would bet it. But three and a half, two. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Because again, uh... I don't know how good Bryce 
Bryce Young is either. Like Bryce Young could have this like incredible game out there. I don't know. I haven't mm-hmm. really even watched him, but he has a severe lack of weapons. So we, we saw what Mahomes did with a lack of weapons. I can't imagine what a rookie is going to mm-hmm. do. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in this one, it's sort of the the sort of the least. Uh, you sort of look and go, ah, I don't know about this game. You're right. Week one, you don't know what's going to happen. People plan for things, but then uh, other players show up and teams uh, try to adapt themselves. So I don't. I see this as a low scoring game. I can see this being like seven three at the half or zero zero at the half. Yeah, I've got uh, Atlanta covering it though, just only because it's at home, and I've got them winning by four. It's still sucky game, but I got Atlanta to at least win and cover that one. Let's move on uh, to a good one here. Uh, the Houston, uh, Houston Texans are visiting Baltimore, where they're visiting a fired-up uh, Lamar Jackson. He's got a whole bunch of new weapons. He's got a defense as well. Houston's uh, got a not bad defense as well, top 10 last year. So how does this work? Uh, Baltimore favored by 10. The over-under is 43.5 points this one. Baltimore by I 10. Like- yeah, I'm taking Baltimore by 10. I think Lamar in week one always has great games. I think we forget, remember his MVP season, had like four touchdowns in like the first half. I think uh, I, I think with the, the, the passing game, they're going to want to kind of show Lamar's been paid. He's going to want to show that we're back. I think, right, I think the reason I'm not is I think Stroud is going to struggle. Mm-hmm. I think he's he doesn't really have any weapons on the offense. I mean, they got Tank Dell, I think, who's like a rookie. And to me, they 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 get like you said, a decent enough defense. But I think that Lamar offense in a dome, Lamar's going to do some magic. He's going to throw some deep balls. Hopefully, Odell plays. I think he's got a bit of an injury, but I just think there's too many weapons on Baltimore for someone like CJ Stroud to keep up with Lamar. I think he's going to be overwhelmed, and in his first game, and he's like the first Ohio State quarterback to start a game like ever, almost in Week One. So they don't have a great history, Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL. Justin so Fields. To me, I'm going with Lamar. Well, let's see. We'll see. We'll see on uh, later. But again, hasn't had a great career so far. Like his first two, his last year was good, but the first two were. Is this his third? His first one was iffy. This is yeah, his third. Third. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a good 31 to 17 victory for. The Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I've just got this thing with Houston. They just eh, have this ability to keep it close. And I think Damian Pierce is going to be that one thing that they rely on. Uh, could have a good running year. 10 points to me is always tough, especially in week one. You know, 10 points, eh, the double digits. I don't know, man. I can't jump there in week one yet. I can't I can't go for 10. So I, I actually even have, against the yeah, shitty even team. against Houston. Even against Houston, Houston's defense, man. It's not like it's not like they're the Colts. If it was the Colts, maybe, but not against Houston. I think Houston's a little bit better when it comes to defense. So I've got them covering. Well, they do have D'Amico Ryans, too. So yeah. he's a good coordinator. Good but I, coach. I, you know, a lot of it's going to be, you know, sometimes figuring things out. So I have uh, Houston to win by seven. Uh, I've got 30 or thirty to 23. I think it'll be a lot of points. Houston to win. Sorry, Baltimore to, Baltimore to win oh, by seven. Gosh. Baltimore to win by gonna seven. <laughs> yeah. Gonna Baltimore to win by seven, but uh, Houston to cover the spread. The Battle of Ohio uh, is getting heated as Joe Burrow is now the highest paid quarterback in the world. At, uh, well, yeah. we don't know. We don't know about the universe, but we know about our world. Um, he is now facing a Cleveland Browns team uh, at home in Cleveland. Cincinnati's favored by two and a half points. The over under is 47. Um, you know, 
These guys have a storied history against each other, uh, including a whooping that Cleveland delivered on Cincinnati last year. Um, Cincinnati, two and a half. How do you feel this one with a 47-point over-under? I I, I'm gonna, I like Cleveland to have a little sneaky little win. I think last couple of years, Cincinnati's been bad at the beginning. I think mm-hmm. last year we saw they started out 0-2, ended up winning like 10 straight. But the thing is, Joe Burrow's in the same situation he was last year. He missed last year. He had, I think, an appendicitis, mm-hmm. missed all preseason, missed a lot of training camp. Again, this year, had the calf injury, missed all training camp, missed all preseason. And now you're going into a really good defense um, that's, that's, that knows you. Again, they always play tough. I think um, I think Chubb can do some damage against Cincinnati. I think I'm interested to see Cincinnati, who's lost three of their starting secondary, both safeties, and like a starting corner, which, you know, it's a lot to lose in a passing league. And to me, I just, I just think it's good. I, I don't love Joe Mixon. I don't love their running game, Cincinnati. And I just think Cleveland's just kind of had their number. I think mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's only beaten them once in his career. Um, so I think a little sneaky win. I don't think it's going to be a massively high-scoring game. I say like 24-21 Cleveland. And I don't think like Deshaun Watson's back. I just think this is going to be a tough defensive match, especially the way Cincinnati is so good at halftime adjustments um, and just being able. So you can see them maybe like uh, Cleveland coming up to a little hot start. And then by the second half, Cincinnati fights back and gets back in it. But I'm a bit worried about Joe Burrow's calf, even though he did get paid. Uh, but I'm just going with a little, little keep it going. Cincinnati struggles week one like they have in the past. I agree with you. This is one of the upsets I had. Uh, you know, they played each other last year, and, and Cleveland whooped them one of the games. Like it wasn't, it wasn't close. They they do have each other's number, and, and the way that Miles Garrett, the way that they've been chirping at each other, um, you could tell this yeah, game like, has, has got some heat on it. Um, yeah, like uh, what's his name? What's his name? Called them the Elves today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamar Chase has to stop talking. To be perfectly honest, one of his yeah. things he's do, he's been doing a lot when he said Patrick Mahomes who. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah. He's like Pat who, and yeah. then it's like it just. And now he's like, who the Cleveland Elves? I don't know your name. It's like it's lame. It's lame. Yeah. And um and that's he's again if he comes out and Cincinnati loses and he and Jamar Chase gets fifty yards catch. It's like stop talking. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I agree with you. I think this is good. Actually, to me, this is going to be one of the best games. I'm most interested game to watch. It is. I'm yeah. surprised that Sky didn't actually choose this one, but that's fine because I I want to watch this game. I'm interested because my game's not on until nine. So I think this yeah. one will be good along with little red zone. All the but- best games aren't on until nine. It's weird. I've never seen a more packed nine o'clock. Yeah, packed in at nine. Week one. in at nine. Four o'clock. Let's move into the next game. Uh, we head to the AFC South where everyone's talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're visiting Indianapolis. No one's talking about Indianapolis, unless it's in a bad way. Jacksonville, four and a half point favors in this one, the 45 point over under. Um, Shaq Leonard, not sure about him, um, but, uh, you know, Indianapolis, do they have any chance against uh, trying to stop a Jacksonville team who is looking to take number one in the division? Yeah, it's, I mean... Again, like we said before, isn't this one of those ones where I think a couple of years ago, Jacksonville beat Indianapolis when they first had like mm-hmm. um, Philip Rivers and everyone's like, oh, my God, I just can't see. Like, I think I think just Jacksonville's got a lot of weapons. And even if they if Jacksonville are able to put up 30, which they should be able to, I just can't see any way that uh, Richardson can get 30 points. No. 
Even though Jacksonville doesn't have a great defense, I just think, you know, your first game of your career, you might have a couple like wild plays, but I think it's going to be rough for Anthony yeah. Richardson. I, I think it's going to be, he's going up against Trevor Lawrence, who's feeling himself. We've got Calvin Ridley, good offense. They're going to be ready to kind of show that they're, they're ready to take on, be added to the elites of the AFC. And I just think, I think it's going to be a beatdown. I just have no faith in Indy. I think they have no running game. They have no receivers. They have a rookie quarterback. They have a rookie head coach. They, they like you said, Shaq Leonard's still not back healthy. They're mm-hmm. average. De- it's just there's no way. But watch them end up winning. Uh, yeah. It's just week one could be weird. But no, I'm gonna go with like 27 to like 13. I think this just I just can't see Richardson moving the ball. I think he's gonna have an ugly game. Yeah, no, and the toxicity of the locker room. I mean, you've got the whole Jonathan Taylor situation. Just the way that yeah, Indianapolis there's... is approaching this whole year, and and a divisional game. Um, I've got it thirty to eighteen in terms of Jacksonville. I've got them easily whooping them. Um, and yeah. maybe it's I think gar- this is one of the ones I'm going to bet. I think that's going to be one of my bet games this week. Yeah. It's definitely four and a half seems Jackson. like a, good, a pretty good, yeah, uh, pretty good line for that. I so, would have thought it would have been like six and a half to be honest. Uh, I, I, I was thinking around Indy. seven, seven and a half as well. But because it's in Indy. And I think there's also, you know, uh, it's hard to bet for a lot of people on Jacksonville to go, okay, there was a lot of hype, but are you actually going to throw a whoop down on someone? Um, And I don't know if we know that they have that ability. A lot of times they keep it close, but do they have the ability to actually put a whooping on people? Who knows? Uh, We move on to another of our one o'clock games. Back to the NFC as Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield are visiting Kirk Cousins. How you like that in Minnesota? Minnesota six-point favorites with a 45-point over-under. you know, how did how does Minnesota, who are trying to look to to take the division, how do you see this game going, Minnesota by six? I don't know. This one, the I think Minnesota wins. I think they're just a better offense. Kirk Cousins at home with Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. I think Madison. They're going to be able to move the ball. I think Baker's now. He's still got Godwin and Evans. Like he should be able to keep this kind of close. Baker's fighting for his career, his livelihood, to get any sort of payday. Um, so I, I think they keep it kind of close. I don't see, I think Minnesota was the king of winning, um, ugly games last yeah. year. And I just don't think they're the team that blows teams out. I just yeah. don't think they have it in them. Most of the, almost every one of their games was like decided by like seven points or less. So I'm going to go with Tampa to cover, but I think Minnesota wins just because I think they have more weapons. They have a better team and they're at home. So Baker on the road, I don't love. Yeah. Um, and I do not like Todd Bowles as a coach. I just don't think he's a good coach. So I'm going to go with uh, not very, not very great. I think so. Twenty four to twenty. I'm going to say. Right, win. Yeah, I think I think Minnesota is going to struggle in this one. I actually have Tampa Bay winning it. I think Tampa could be. Ah. Uh, I think that they're struggling to get th- their self together, and Tampa Bay is going to come out firing. Obviously, the Mike Evans situation is not good for him. That they're like. Yeah, sorry, bro. We're not picking it up. And hey, so, he's he's looking like he's gonna go to Kansas City more now more than ever. Oh yeah, it's just probably like, hey, give me a call. So now I could see him a bit of like, oh yeah, screw you. You want to see how I play now? Watch, watch to see how much money I get. Um, so I, I've actually got a sneaky little thing. I think Tampa Bay wins it in a field goal near the end. Um, I could just see Kirk Cousins maybe having some trouble. Um, and and Tampa Bay just being one of those frustrating teams. Uh, and that you know Baker maybe is I able to get that. Yeah. So I've got, I don't I've got see Tampa why Bay is a little upset to throw it in and makes it good for my Bears. Another big game we got coming up is uh, Tennessee and the Titans. They've got Hopkins. They've got anger. 
But uh, New Orleans has Derek Carr, and they're at home. Uh, they don't have Alvin Kamara, um, but uh, it's New Orleans at home, man. Uh, Three-point favorites, 41.5 point over-under. A lot of people writing Tennessee off. Do they have any chance in this one, Ryan? I do. I think Tennessee's going to win. I think because they've been written off so much, I think that they're pissed. I think they have a really good coach in Mike Rabel. I think New Orleans has a really bad coach. Mm-hmm. Um, Den- Dennis Kelly, is it? Is it Dennis? Yeah. Kelly? Don't know what it is. I think, but anyway, I'm not a fan. I think the offense is still going to be a bit of work in progress. I don't know what Derek Carr I'm getting. Yeah. Like the one last year, the one a couple of years ago. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and be like, he's going to take it. And I think of as easy as their schedule is, New Orleans, mm-hmm. this is actually one of their tougher ones because yeah. King Henry's going to be healthy as he's ever been, which is going to be fully. So to unload him on that turf, you know, I think they still at least have it, you know, Traylon Burks and Hopkins should be able to compete. And I think the Saints, even though everyone's feeling them and they're at home, I think no Camara. I think we don't know what Michael Thomas is going to be. And then we don't know what Derek Carr is going to be. So I think yeah. a little upset of i think tennessee's going to come in here win this uh 20 to 17 a little low scoring game i also have tennessee winning this one i get it 24 21 um again derrick henry you've got ryan Tannehill, a not bad old line who feel it a bit like screw you and it might take new orleans to get a bit going um you know it's, it's going to be interesting but i think you know as they try to his car tries to figure out his way um, again, D. Hopkins and and Derrick Henry are going to be there, and it's going to be hard for their defense uh, to do it because there's enough of a good old line there. I think with Tennessee, twenty four uh, to twenty one, I have it Tennessee by three points. Big game, I believe this is the Sky Game. It's San Francisco and the Forty ers with Nick Bosa getting paid. Um, yeah, did he ever facing Pittsburgh? Who didn't get paid? San Francisco two and a half point favorites in this one. Forty point five is the over under. Um, you know, what can you say? He's now the highest paid uh, defenseman in the league, 170 By million, lot. 34 million a year, beating uh, the 31.7 that Aaron Donald has, not to mention the $50 million signing bonus. Um, happy, happy, joy, joy for Nick. Yeah. Um, I gotta say that what I've this whole offseason, I have been flabbergasted. I don't use that word Ooh, often. Wow, flabbergasted. Of how many people who who constantly talk is like, if you need a Super Bowl, you need an elite quarterback. You got to get that signal caller. Mm-hmm. And now everyone is just willing to be like, yeah, Brock Purdy's going to the Super Bowl in his eight starts he's ever had, last mm-hmm. pick in the draft. The fact that everyone's just comfortable saying Brock Purdy is a Super Bowl quarterback. It's like, absolutely not. I don't believe in Brock Purdy at all. And I'm not willing to jump in on this because I think it's a bit of Shanahan smoke and mirrors. Like mm-hmm. at one point, Shanahan made Nick Mullins one of the greatest primetime quarter. He had like this stat of he was better than Joe Montana and all this. And it 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 required no win. It got them no better. Mm-hmm. Um I just and the fact that everyone talks about like you need a quarterback, you need a quarterback, you need a quarterback, except Kyle Shanahan. It's like if Kyle Shannon didn't need a quarterback, why did he trade all his picks to try and get one? Like yeah. this, there's like this whole idea that, that this guy is such a genius that he's going to turn Brock Party into a Super Bowl winning quarterback with eight starts. In it's just, and he's not a big quarterback. He's going to take hits, and can he even last? I don't know, man. I'm going Pittsburgh to win this. I think they're going to upset him. I think San Francisco is just. So on, I think Bosa's coming. What? Yeah, he'll play, but he's not going to be at full steam. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, and you're coming into the road against 
TJ Watt on the other side, who's just as scary um, coming in. And I think Birdie's going to be in for a rough game. I think that defense is going to be coming at them. And I'm going to go with a 27 to 25 in that weird score. 25. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with, because I am just, I feel I like Pittsburgh. And I think everyone, unless Brock Purdy comes up and just lights it up, and then I'll be wrong, which I don't really care if I'm wrong. I'm not a professional prognosticator, but I don't think I will be. I don't think he's going to be a Super Bowl quarterback. So I I need to see him play a full season before I'm even going to say that. And I, th- I think it's insanity how anyone's willing to put a quarterback in the Super Bowl is eight starts. That's crazy. Well, you, you're, but, not, you're not feeling the Purdy love. Um, I, I'm, I'm just, not feeling any I'm of the I'm feeling the defense, love. and I think the defense here is Joey Bosa and everyone now in the locker room is happy. Sure. And it, it feels like their last pieces are together. So... I Listen, really, everyone's got a everyone's got a great defense until you meet a great offense, and then you have a shit defense. But then Pittsburgh's not a great <laughs> offense, and I, I, and I no, think, no. But I mean, no, no. But what I mean is, um, to San Francisco, like everyone's. But yeah, yeah Pittsburgh's a better offense. But to be like, yeah, great defense. We saw great defense in Philly, and they gave up almost forty in the Super Bowl. So it's like, great. Yeah, great I, I don't defense. see that in this yeah. one. I see them coming out hitting Pittsburgh hard. I could see some even injuries uh, on Pittsburgh's side because they're going to be coming out so hard. I got them winning by six. Uh, San Francisco 26, Pittsburgh 20. I think Pittsburgh were lucky to get those 20 points. Final game in the one o'clock slate. The game that everyone's talking about, of course, it's the Arizona Cardinals at the Washington. Oh, God. Tummy faces. Yeah. Uh, the Washington football team is seven point favorites. 38 and a half is the over under. Getting baseball looking scores here. Who's the quarterback for Arizona? Colt, who knows? Um, Josh Dobbs. Josh, Josh Dobbs. Dobbs. So, yeah, good. It's Jobs versus Howell, the, yeah. the contest everyone was talking about. Uh, Washington at home, new owners, same old stadium. What are you thinking here? I am I'm betting every week against Arizona until they beat a spread. I'm taking Washington seven yeah. points. I have putting up Josh Dobbs and James Conner, and mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be worried about that. Going Washington's got at least a pretty good defense, you know. Um, I just like, there's just no way Sam Howell might not be able to light it up. But again, they got Doxon, they got McCarr, they got. Robinson and, and, and Gibson, they'll be able to move it. I just can't see any way that Josh Dobbs can keep this close. The guy's like barely an XFL quarterback. And then and he's gonna be sitting here playing with the big boys. And I think Howell has a good game. I think this is just like honestly, I, I can see a, a shutout. That's how little faith Ooh. I have in Arizona. I'm gonna go, um, I'm gonna go 24 to six win for um Washington. I'm betting this one until watch Arizona win week one, but huh. I'm still betting it because I'm going against a team that is clearly given up on the season and the rookie coach and a journeyman third string cornerback being their starter. Who's hasn't even been there all training camp. He's been there for like three weeks. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, going no, Washington. I down. can't see Arizona doing anything uh, except maybe James Conner, but this is a Washington defense. It's uh, likes to shut down that run game. So, Although Connor might be their salvation in some games, eh, against his Washington defense, it might be tough. Um, yeah, the only way I can ever see them maybe getting points is is defense. Um, I don't see it's offensive. Like I'm like you, it's a beatdown. I got it 28 to 13. Um, and I I think they'll be lucky to get those points. Um, yeah. We move we move on mm-hmm. to nine o'clock, and everyone's excited about nine o'clock. Of course, this game, which is not on Sky, but it will be on my TV and in my heart. 
Green Bay Packers are visiting the Chicago Bears. Soldier Field, Chicago one-point favorites at the 44.5-point over-under, although it has just been announced today that it looks like Christian Watson and Romeo mm-hmm. Dobbs will both miss the game. Um, well, which, Watson's out. Dobbs Watson's is questionable. But yeah, what well, they're saying. I mean, it's yeah. it's not like Dobbs was, you know, T. Higgins last no. year, right? You're missing. Uh, well, he basically is our number two, so he is their T. Higgins. Yeah, yeah, he is. But what I mean is, it's not like it's it's not like oh, well, at least they'll have Dobbs. Um, even if he played, I wouldn't be like oh, Dobbs is playing. Thank God, yeah. changes uh, the game. It does change the game. I think this makes it a lot harder. I think oh, it's yeah. going to be a massive Aaron Jones game coming in to this. They're going to be passing it to him. I thank God I got him in one of my leagues because I feel like it's going to be a big heavy. I'm actually going to take the Bears with a little upset here just because Watson's out. And if Dobbs is out, I just don't know who Green Bay is going to throw it to. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think even Chicago is going to be, you know, throwing it all over the place. I think Jair Alexander could take down, take in, you know, shut down D- DJ Moore. But I feel like Fields is going to have a little sneaky good game running because mm-hmm. he's going to kind of have to, yeah. especially if his receivers are out. Because I don't have any faith in Claypool. I'm gonna go 2017 uh, Bears with at their because they're at home. I still like once Green Bay is fully healthy at receiver to be the better team. But you know, like the Bears last year beat the Niners in Week Two. Remember yeah. in that crazy rain? rain I remember. Game? I totally remember that game. I was so weird. Crying. Weird shit happens in the first yeah. early season. Again, I think the Bears are really kind of need this more because of that whole like allure of Aaron Rodgers holding yeah. over them. We own you, all that. And I think they'll want to just come and say it's a new like it's like, like when Brady left and the Bills finally got to play yeah. the Patriots without without him. So I'm gonna go. I still like the Packers to win the division, but I'm gonna go with the Bears to win this in a little low scoring, kind of ugly game, to be honest. Yeah. I've got a low scoring ugly game as well. I have it ninety six to two for the Bears. <laughs> no, I got it uh twenty-four to twenty. Uh I mean I, I still had the Bears, they're one point favorites. I still saw it as soon as I saw the news. I mean, again, we don't know. We haven't seen Jordan Love like this. So uh, yeah. he could tank a rank. He could be one of these things. He throws three picks. And uh, and suddenly it's like, ooh, Shiza, what do we do now? Um, yeah. I like Chicago. I think this is balanced. I think this is we, – we got our feet grounded. We're at home. It's week one. We shut down the Bears. We shut down the conversation. And, and we put it to rest. Uh, putting things to rest, uh, we head off to Las Vegas, uh, sort of Denver. And uh, Las Vegas – the Raiders, who, as we said, Chandler Jones going nuts um, against McDaniels. The fact that he couldn't get in the gym, uh, that he's blocked Sorry. from it, couldn't get access. You don't want to quit. Get me off this team. Let's cook with Russ. Josh, classic Josh McDaniels offseason. Just the worst coach in the yeah. NFL. The reason why nobody wanted him is he keeps going back to the Pats, crawling with his tail between his legs because he's hate. He did. And the only mm-hmm. one who can put up with him is Belichick. Because Belichick probably just sh- tells him to shut up. He's a bad coach. He was a bad coach in Denver who his teammate, whose people hated him. His teammate hates him now. They all want to leave. They're going to get their asses whooped today. Because I think I think Joshua Daniels, if I can bet, is going to be the first coach fired. By okay. week six, I say he's probably gone. All right. This is a bad Raiders team that as bad juju. I don't like anything about it. The fact that Chandler Jones can't even has to work out at the at a fitness center in a <laughs> yeah. hotel. Planet instead Fitness. Of being yeah. Able to, yeah, instead of it has to go to like a, has to go to the MGM Grand and use their gym. Yeah. Uh it's just again, all this just leads to just what is going on in this organization with their 
but the bad owner, bad. It's just everything about Tom Brady is going to be quarterbacking this team soon as the part owner of yeah. that franchise. So even he can't help them. I think this is kind of Sean Payton's first game. I think Russ looks better. Uh, but again, they don't have a lot of weapons. It's going to be Russ is going to struggle, but he's going to be better. I didn't go 24 to 17 to 13, 24, 13 Ooh, um, Denver wins. Yeah. I, I just have no faith in the Raiders. I, you know, I don't have faith in any of these teams, which is why I've got the Raiders to cover it. I think it's going to be 20 to 18. I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be the Josh Jacobs show. Cause I don't know how they're going to really slow him down. That's all they're going to have to really do is just Jimmy G give it off to him. Um, well, they got Devontae, but again, they're going to have Patrick yeah. Sertain covering them. So he's going to, yeah. it's not going to be easy. And it's who knows if Jimmy, what Jimmy's deep ball is like. I just, I just find with the mile high and all of this, it's just going to be an ugly game, just bad. Uh, but I, I do have Vegas staying in it just on the base of the legs of, of Josh Jacobs. So 20 to 18, uh, Vegas to cover. Uh, big game now. This is a big AFC game as Miami heads down to the former highest paid quarterback. Uh, Justin Herbert. Um, the uh, Chargers are favored by three. The over under is 50.5 in this one. Um, big scoring, big, uh, big opportunities, lots of playmakers on the field here. How do you see these points going down, Ryan? Well, I think I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm going with the Chargers because uh, Miami's left tackle, Teron Armstead, is out. Mm-hmm. So to lose your left tackle, who, again, when he wasn't playing last year, Tua was awful. Yeah. Just again, they don't have a great offensive line to begin with. The fact that you now don't have your starting left tackle going up against Bosa and Khalil Mack does not make me feel good, especially against an offense that can move the ball up yeah. and down the field. To his, especially to his first game after being almost his brain put into mush, is now no left tackle against two of the yeah. one of two of the most dangerous pass rushers. It's like I don't know. I think they got the weapons to move it, but I think two is going to be running for his life a bit and. With they don't have a great running game, Miami, as much as they like to tell you, Raheem mm-hmm. Mostert. And someone who's had Raheem Mostert on his fantasy team for about four years in a row, he will get hurt. Yeah. He'll have about a hundred yards in the first quarter, and then he'll bust his knee, which is what's gonna happen. Um, I just think Miami's in a tough spot in this first game. I think especially what all that's kind of all the mystery about Tua. So I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert, who's got paid to mm-hmm. to have a good game. And I'm going to go, I'm going to say 30 to 24 for the Chargers. Yeah, no, I, I like the Chargers here as well. I like Eckler. I like everything. Um, I think this game is going to be a blowout. I think I think this game is is going to be silly. Yeah, and I've got the Chargers winning by at least 15. I, I think wow. they're just going to destroy them. I think it's going to be one of those games that Miami keeps trying to keep coming back and they keep throwing interceptions. I could see this one being over by halftime. Um, this is one of those points of the week. It's Herbert, I think, is going to be the top quarterback. And um, Miami defense is, is not going to be able to keep up. I don't think that Tua is going to be able to keep up with them. Uh, Chargers are at home, which doesn't mean anything, but uh, I think they're ready. Uh, and this is a this is a game. These are two teams that like to slug it out each other. I don't think Miami's got it. I got 35 to 20 easily. Chargers beat the crap out of them. Moving on. Mm-hmm. We're going to Boston, uh, where the... Uh, Eagles are facing off uh, New England Patriots. Bill Belichick has got his plans ready. But Philadelphia is three and a half point favorites in this one. 45 points is the over-under. Um, Mac Jones. Mac Jones and Ramondi Stevenson. Uh, can they can they take down this Philly team that was oh. devastating last year? 
Yeah, it's going to be t- it's a tough week one assignment for the Patriots. You usually get, you know, Miami a little nice, kind of easy yeah. on this, given the worst possible matchup. Again, you have the Pats who don't have a great offensive line. They're not very injured on their offensive line, going against one of the best pass rushing team. Is not, and you have a quarterback who's not very agile, who's mm-hmm. going to make it's going to be really hard. You have Ramondre Stevenson, who just went on the injury report just like yeah. yesterday for some. Apparently, like, everyone in the league has gone on the injury report in the last like two days. Like Darren Waller, yeah. like, uh, his hamstrings are just falling off of, of bones. Like, like chicken, for, chicken meat off the bone. Yeah, like, yeah, right off the bone, just sliding off. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, that, that's why. What, what do you think? Um, so, in this one, I mean, look. I still got Belichick. I like Belichick, and I and I think that Bill's going to be preparing for this one. I think they're just going to try to tighten the noose on them. I think Philadelphia is going to win, but I don't think they'll win by three and a half. I think New England is going to play. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be twenty six to twenty four. I think New England stays in it. I think that they're going to struggle. I think Philadelphia and Justin uh, Jalen Hurts is going to struggle to move it. New England. Let's let's not forget this defense. Right? They shut down. They they don't put you don't put a lot of points up on on New England. So. I think that New England yeah. is able to to keep it tight. Uh, it's going to be Jalen Hurts that beats them, but, but I think that they'll be able to keep the ball moving slowly, keep the keep it moving, and just able to keep them in. But it it'll be tight. I could see it being down to like a field goal in the last you know minute or so. Uh, but I've got it twenty six yeah. to twenty four for Philadelphia. I think Belichick, you know, he's going to be preparing for this one. Um, you know, he knows this is how you start the season, and and you know this is the the best team in the NFC. So see what you can do against them. Yeah, I got 27-21, but I just think, again, the D is just going to make Mac Jones like hell. He doesn't have great receivers. Again, we've heard a lot of talk about what these Patriots receivers are going to be. This is a good test. The fact that if they don't have Ramondre and you're depending 100% on Zeke, I'm not very confident in that. So, to me, it just feels like there's just too many questions. Again, you have a team who lost the Super Bowl wanting to come out and reestablish themselves. So, I I would worry about that. So, I don't know. This game could Either, like you said, be close or be an absolute blowout by yeah. Philly. I can see Philly just keep running them up and down. Everyone being like, Philly's going to be a problem this year. Yeah. Uh, another game problem. We got the L.A. Rams problem, child, of the NFL. Do they even have the <coughs> unit? They're broken and busted. They're they're uh, going to Seattle uh, to visit the Seahawks, who are five-and-a-half-point favorites, in a 46-and-a-half-point over-under in this one. Old man Carroll. Uh, he's got old man Geno. Um, and the Rams don't really seem to have anything. Is there any chance for the Rams to stay in this? No, this is another game I like. Uh, I think I'm going to bet. I just think uh, Seattle's got a lot of weapons. They're going to be able to move the ball. Again, Kenneth Walker, another injury that just happened a couple of days ago. And it just seems, but again, they have like that champagne guy. What's his name? Shamba Charbonnet. Yeah. Charbonnet. Carbonet. Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Um, yeah. Chardonnay. We'll call him Chardonnay. We'll call him Riesling. Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, I just think again. I think you have a team in, and like you don't have Cooper Cup. You yeah. don't. You have a banged up. You have no barely any offensive line. You got a quarterback whose backs can barely play. So and and just a team that's young and just doesn't have any real skill positions. And so you don't even know if like who's going to be a quarterback. So again, I think Seattle needs this win. They're going to come out strong, and I think Gino is going to have a good year again. I think a lot of people are expecting him to fall on his face. I just think with the fact they don't have Jackson Smith and Jigba, I don't think it's going to matter. I think I just think the Rams are a bad football team. So I'm going to go 27-17 for the Rams. For the Rams? Oh, sorry, not for the Rams. For the Seahawks. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, hello. 
Uh, yeah. Again, week one, ugly, ugly, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think, you know, you have to look at McVeigh and I think what he's sort of, you know, he, he doesn't want to come out and get embarrassed right away. I, I could see the Rams staying in it, keeping it close. Uh, just because I don't think Seattle has that enough of a, a dagger to to really you know, knock people out. Um, so I've got this 26 to 23 for Seattle. Uh, I've got the Rams covering it just just because. Uh, hopefully the defense will be able to stay in. And, you know, they're not going to get blown out or embarrassed in this one. Uh, we move to the late game on Sunday. Uh, it's a big NFC East or rivalry. As a Dallas Cowboys are three and a half point favorites as they visit the New York Giants with a 46 and a half point over under. It is Dak versus the devil and Daniel Jones. Um, Saquon versus Pollard. This is a, a rivalry, Ryan. <laughs> where, where is your thoughts on the rivalry? Well, they, this game, they play every week one. I think for the rest yeah. of time, these two will play each other. Um, I kind of, I think it's going to be a better version of this game. The Dallas is pretty much, I think, owned them the last little while. It's been mm-hmm. pretty pretty consistent what they've been able to do. I think Dak especially, I think there's a better Giants defense than they've had in the last couple of years. They're going to be able to put some pressure on Dak, who still has a good offensive line, who needs kind of, he's in kind of a scary year where he has to really show up because oh, you yeah. know, they just traded, they just traded for potentially his backup. And I think they're at the point where it's like, we're not going to pay you 45 million a year to get eliminated in the first round yeah. or lose and play terribly. So this is a big year for Dak. I think they they have the offensive weapons that they should be able to score. Um, I think the Giants are going to make this fun, but effective. Darren Waller's not in. He's got a hamstring injury, so they might just sit him out week one. I think that kills their offense, and I think it's going to make it really hard for Daniel Jones to to keep up. Uh, So I'm going to go with Dallas 31 to 23. I just think it's just going to be too hard. Daniel Jones isn't the guy. He at least... Dak has weapons. Dak has Tony Pollard, CD Lamb. You know, yeah. I just don't. I just don't see it. The Giants being able to keep up without Waller, especially. Yeah, I mean, who knows how much Waller actually plays? You know, he's new, so who knows how much of an integral part he plays? Obviously, he's great, but who knows uh, to this point? Yeah, I like this uh, this rivalry and these guys, and they sort of beat the crap out of each other. And I agree with you that you know the Giants have started getting better. I'm still not sold on either of them. But I, I think this is a high-scoring, close game. I've got a Dallas 30, New York Giants 28. Um, I think Giants can sort of try to keep it close. Um, but it's going to be one of those second half. They're at home, so you're, you're hoping that the crowd and there's a lot of people really behind them this year. So I got a close game. Uh, Dallas wins, but Giants cover. Final game. It's another battle of New York as we go to Western New York and, of course, the city. Buffalo, two and a half points favorites against Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. Ryan is looking forward to this game, waking up on Tuesday morning. Oh, and, and God, six o'clock. Nothing like watching football at 5.30 a.m. with it's your uh, yeah. child. With your Drinking beer. Exactly. Now, now I can't even have a beer. I hate this. Um, I, I also hate this game. This game worries me because the Jets' defense has been one of the teams that can really make Josh Allen's life hell. They made, they yeah. made it his life hell last Last season, two of his worst games. They hurt his elbow in one of the games. Um, but I think this is a good time for Buffalo to catch the Jets. I think the the just the hype of the Jets and all oh, this and I everyone picking them to go to the Super Bowl, the playoffs, to win the division. People are now picking Buffalo to not even make the playoffs. It's wow, becoming God. so trendy of just saying. And I think Buffalo's hearing it. You have DJ Reed saying they're going to be a historically like the 85 Bears D. It's all gotten completely out of hand. This is a team that 
again, it's their first game together. And Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if you remember, the last three years has been bad week one. Yeah. He's been really bad. He got 38 to 3. He lost to the Saints a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I think they were bad last year and a bad team. Um, and I just think again, you're catching a team that that doesn't have a lot of time, hasn't been together for a long time. You have Dalvin Cook, who's been practicing for like a week, who's just coming off shoulder surgery. So not really worried about him. And outside of Garrett Wilson, are you really worried about anyone on the Jets D? Or offense scaring you, and I, I'm not. I think I think this isn't going to be a high scoring game. I'm going to go Bills 24-20 to win, but I think it's going to be a tough, grueling game. And I think Aaron Rodgers might even his first drive might just walk down the field and score a touchdown. Everyone's going to be loving it, and then his offensive line has got to hold up. And I think a 40 year old quarterback with a shaky offensive line. You might get the benefit of the doubt early, but once people figure out, they're going to be coming for Aaron Rodgers, and he's going to get a lot of blitz in this year, especially with Sean McDermott calling the plays. They're not going to be in that Leslie Frazier defense where you just allow a team to just throw open receivers all day. So um, I think it's going to be fun little game. I'm going to hate every second watching it because the Jets D is, is, is scary. I do not like them, but. Hopefully the Bills prevail. And if, again, if they lose, it's no no big deal. If the, if the Jets lose, it's no big deal. It's week one. You can afford the first loss. So I, I'm, I'm excited, but cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I mean, week one, this is a great game. And, and I think everyone's excited for it. I can't wait to watch it Tuesday morning as well. Um, oh, so much, you know, pressure on, on Rodgers. But also, you know, this, as you said, you know, people are saying the Bills, hey, you know, what are you, third, fourth place uh, in the AFC? And this game is sort of going to set the tone as, okay, so who's who's the better of these two teams? I think it's probably too early to tell in week one anyway. Um, but yeah. the defense of the Jets will be all over the place. Uh, I'd like to see how Buffalo is able to get over that always Josh Allen trying to force feed the ball to people instead of actually trying to find options. I'm hoping that you see changes in that. But I still see that Aaron Rodgers and that defense being um, a, a bit more of, of, of the winner here. And I think just Buffalo is just going to take some time to get together. I've got it. The Jets uh, winning 27 to 24, three points. Everyone's picking the Jets. I love it. Yeah, and I, know I know it's good. This is what Buffalo had last year. All the hype and all the hype. And we'll see. We'll see. That's why you got to play. You got to yeah. play. You got to play. And if you guys want to play too, we've got DraftKings. Uh, you go to NFL in London DraftKings. We're going to put it up on the website. Click on play with us. Free and fun. We've also got some paid ones as well. But that's it for Wade and Ryan Wait. and our. What? We we have not done our Super Bowl predictions. Oh, we haven't. Our done Super it. Bowl, we haven't said so. Who we think is going to be in the Super Bowl and who wins it? Okay, um, so so I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll All go right, first. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna pick Buffalo because I've done it the last couple of years and it's been a jinx. So I'm not gonna go with the Bills, but I'm gonna go with the Bengals and the Eagles. I'm going the Eagles back, and I'm going the Eagles win it this time. I just think the best team in football. Uh, their offensive and defensive lines are beasts. They're, and they have two great receivers. They got a great running game. They have great quarterback. They have great everything. There's yeah. literally nothing on this team that's not great. So to me, I think the Eagles have a, just an awesome year and, and able to to right that wrong of last year. That's my pick. I am going to go my Super Bowl from the uh, NFC will be the San Francisco 49ers. And from the AFC. Purdy, you're drinking the Purdy, love. You no, guys. he'll be done by then. It'll be Sam Darnold's team. Um, but it uh, and I have, them, I have them facing the Los <laughs> Angeles Chargers. 
Ooh. Chargers. Uh, no, Brandon. Brandon's the worst coach versus the best might be. coach. Yeah, it could be, <laughs> but a uh, good team. So that's what I've got early days. Uh, West Coast affair, San Francisco and the Chargers. Make sure you can join. There's lots of bets. Uh, we've also got uh, some betting news and betting tips. Folks, that's it for week one podcast. We'll be back uh, in a few days to, to do a review of how Ryan and I did. Thanks for listening. <laughs>